Welcome to the BT podcast. My name is uh, Rasmus Beck, and today, Soraya, this is Ibergen from the Netherlands. Welcome to you, Soraya. Thank you. Soraya, you and I, we go uh, some way back uh, now, and uh, I'm very happy that you have joined us today. And um, you are one of those stories where it can be, from the outside, maybe a little hard to understand, uh, because you are Dutch, mm-hmm. but you don't practice in the Netherlands, you don't live there. You represent the Netherlands, but you live in Switzerland. Exactly. Can you try to maybe get the long story short on how, why? How, why? Yeah. All right. It's a, it's a, it's a long, long story. So I've been living basically my whole life at the, the center in Holland, the national center. And uh, my then partner was Swiss. And uh, and this time Judith was still uh, a coach in uh, in Switzerland, and I got the opportunity to go practice with the national Swiss team. And um, my partner was Swiss, so there were good two good reasons to uh, to move there. And I needed a a different adventure. I have seen the center in Holland for for years, and I needed something uh, something different. Yeah, that was very short. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, very, it's a, a very long <laughs> story, and, and we have, we have talked about that story before, but. But Soraya, and then now you still live in Switzerland, uh, still representing the Netherlands. Um, are you still happy living in the countries of the Alps, so to speak? Definitely. I mean, if you talk about nature-wise, and uh, it's a beautiful country, and everything is well arranged, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm still, I'm still very happy. And in the moment, I do not see a reason to uh, to move back. And uh, life is in a good balance. And uh, obviously, Corona put a lot of uh, dirt in everything, but um, no, I'm, I'm still happy. Mm. We have seen the, the Dutch men's singles uh, move abroad uh, to Denmark to, to, to get things working. We've seen uh, one of your teammates, Gail Merlet, do the same, uh, moving to Center of Excellence. Uh, you moved to Switzerland. Is that because of a need to do something else? Uh, I know there's something based on funding, but, but it's also, maybe there's an alarm clock ringing a bit when I see all the singles players are basically leaving the country to do better. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, there a while ago they decided to put more funding in the in the doubles, which meant for us as single players that we had to uh, yeah we had to pay a lot uh, of things by ourselves. But this is a while a while ago, and I think um, uh, for me personally, and uh, for me it was more that uh, I have I have had seen it in Holland, and I think there's also something in the um, in the Dutch blood. They love to travel. They love to see different things. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not a very good sign that we all leave. But, um, yeah, I think we all have our different reasons why we moved away or went away. I just checked the uh, Road to Tokyo ranking before before you came. You are, right now, as we speak, 31. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means that you're qualified. Yes. <laughs> but I also know that in the Netherlands there are some different rules. So, do you expect to go to Tokyo? No, I am not expecting. Um, as, as, as you said, in Holland we have uh, unfortunately different uh, rules which makes it harder uh, for us to qualify. So in a way it's a, it's a sad story, but on the other hand we know this for years now and you just have different goals and you still try, but it's just more difficult. How does it feel, Soraya, knowing that if you had been from uh, Belgium, uh, it's close, Austria, from where you live now, Germany, you, you would have made it. 
Definitely, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to think too much about this, but it would have made it way easier to live in a, in a different country, um, have been qualified. But yeah, we know this for years now, and uh, it's what it is. Maybe to enlighten people a bit, it's about reaching uh, the later stage of tournaments, uh, beating top top players. As far as I, I have understood. Yeah. So it's it's mainly that uh, in Holland the rules are that um, well they like to to have a medal candidates you know in badminton it's very difficult to uh, to get a medal anyway but those are the targets and um, we have a sports a sports culture so it's it's a high yeah. yeah it's a high one but but Soraya does this also mean that uh, you're qualified. You might not. Uh, let's hope your NOC changes uh, plans after COVID. Mm -hmm. You never know what what people do nowadays. But but does this also mean that okay, you know that that was the last shot. Mm. You're not getting younger. You have been through your injuries. That's no secret either. Yeah. Um, was that the shot you had? It, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think it's a very difficult question, uh, especially with the COVID year. It has been going through my mind a lot. Yes, I'm not getting uh, older. Uh, I've been injured, so I've missed one year. Then the COVID came, I went, uh, missed one more year. And I am at this moment, uh, yeah, for sure, thinking of uh, what the future will be. It's, uh, what are they leaning to those thoughts at the moment? Um, it's just difficult to say. I'm, I'm just starting the process as Tokyo hasn't uh, happened yet anyway. So. Um, I think at this moment I'm, I'm, I'm totally in it, that I'm not sure what I want to do, uh, continue or not. Um, yeah, it's hard for me to say the, too much about this yet. Someday we can tell that story, uh, but let's just wait for that. But one thing we for sure can talk about is there will be a future at some point Definitely. where you're not the one walking on court. Mm -hmm. But uh, I have also understood through the talks that we have had the last couple of years that you might not necessarily leave the sport. Uh, and we have also seen you actually been engaging on, on club level or as, as coach. Um, is that the future for you then? Um, so if, if you had asked me years ago this question, I would definitely have said, no, no, no. Uh, after my sports career, I would do something totally different. But as, as I've seen how much it brings back to me, giving back to the, the children, to whatever level it is, um, I started to really, really enjoy it. And I can see myself in the future uh, giving it back and hopefully also um, help them to, to reach this level and even higher. Mm. I think this would be a, a, a great challenge. Mm. But so I'm, I'm just thinking, you have tried a lot of things. You have played the best. Uh, as of today, actually, you played uh, maybe the best of, of, of a generation, mm -hmm. in Marin, maybe the best player Europe have ever had. Why do you want to go and work with a five-year-old, seven-year-old who doesn't even know to which end he has to hold the racket? Uh, you have tried everything. Why, why can it make you happy saying, yeah, you need to hold the shuttle like this before you do like that? Ah, because I, I, everybody started like this. And when I see younger kids playing, it, it makes me realize uh, why I started to play and why I liked it so much. Sometimes when you play on this high level, it's kind of a roller coaster where you're in and you just kind of forget the joy. You're so much focused on one goal. And when I see the younger ones, I, I see myself and then I feel I'm still getting a bit back um, from them. And it gives me a, a huge joy to uh, make them better and see them grow. And especially when they're younger, this, this, this path all the way up, it's just exciting. It's uh, great. 
But but then you say you, you have seen it, uh, tried a lot of things in the Netherlands, of course, uh, you have been in the center, but there are also younger players coming up. Uh, we, we saw it at the mixed team event where, where you and Gail were not picked for the team or chose not to go. I don't want to go into that discussion because mm -hmm. that, that's policy and let's leave that out of it. But but there are also younger players coming here and they, they can actually not learn much from you now since you are in, in Switzerland, Gail is in mm -hmm. Denmark, so are the boys. Yeah. So, so didn't you leave somebody behind leaving? Um, I mean, I, I guess in a way, yes, we, we all did, I guess. Um, and yeah, the gap at the moment with us and the, the generation that's coming, it's, uh, I, I don't think it has been um, that big. For all. But I also can remember that when uh, top players at Judith were still playing, they also left. So for me, actually, it's, maybe it sounds very selfish, but I, if I talk personally wise, I, I decided it uh, for my happiness to move. But I, I totally see your point that we're away now, there's a huge gap and they cannot see or coming uh, to our level or tra practice with us. I can see that, yeah. But maybe it's also something to do with tradition on the team because yes, you're right, Judith did the same, right? Yeah. And she was the one that you were actually going to learn from. Yes. And then of course you came to learn from her at a later mm -hmm. stage and in yeah. a different way, but yeah. not as it was supposed to be. Uh, yeah. So maybe it's also a cultural thing. Yeah, I mean, it might be. Uh, uh, I cannot go too deep about why people are leaving um, federations and so on. But it, yeah, it might be a reason. I think it's actually a fair point also to look back uh, why did players leave or why did players um, did not come back as a coach uh, or put something back in the system or whatsoever. Many players have, have left, so yeah, there might be some truth in uh, things. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, so uh, you said yourself you missed one year of your career due to injury. Uh, you missed one, like everybody did, yeah, you know, to, yeah. to COVID. Yeah. So, so it actually means that you might be on a longer run than, than you might have been two years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, nobody knows, but we'll take that another day. But it might also mean that you will need to adapt to new scoring system uh, at some point, because that is uh, a proposal mm -hmm. at the moment at BWF. Uh, a decision will be made uh, later this year. It might yeah. already have been made uh, when this is published. Uh, nobody knows. Um, what are your opinions to that? I know that you have an opinion to most things, uh, mm -hmm. but what is your opinion to this? Mm, so, uh, so I have played the 11 points before. Uh, I think I played two tournaments like this. In this time, it wasn't really in my favor, to be honest. So I still, I still w would like to keep the 21, but seeing my age and getting older and all, the 11 points would maybe work more in my favor. So, but if I would say, I would say keep the 21 points. It's a more fair system, in my opinion. Why was it not in your favor when you tried it out? Um, I guess I'm more or less a slow starter. So I was always kind of behind and I always came back. But with the 11 points, everybody changed their way of playing and everything was aggressive, fast, fast. and. The way of playing, there was no building up anymore, and I think this was not uh, in my favor. Do you understand that there is the, the different point of view that perhaps mm -hmm. you need a more commercial attraction, uh, that need more uh, speed to the more relevant mm -hmm. point, so to speak? Do, do you understand that point of view? Yeah, is it no. totally black for you? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I f of course, I understand. I fully understand. Um, but if you really look at me personally-wise, then I would still say uh, keep the 21. Yeah. So I have, we, we have seen lately that, uh, of course, a lot of things has, has changed due to, to COVID. 
Um, some has been training hard, some has started educating, some have been trying to uh, live a more normal, what I would call it, family life, non-traveling family mm-hmm. life at least. How did it affect you? What did you do the last 16 months? The last six Oh, I mean, um, I was stuck in Switzerland. It was hard for me to go back to Holland because uh, I had to go in quarantine. And uh, I mean, everybody knows uh, the stories. But um, it was actually the time in my life that I could see my friends more. I could see my partner more. And um, so also the li- like lifestyle changed a little bit because the hall was closed for at least a month and the gym is closed. It just opened up, actually. So I actually have enjoyed it quite a bit. I had more times to read my books and to do other things where normally it wouldn't be a priority. But it gave me some peace and uh, it was a good time to reconnect with my friends, for sure. But it's a dangerous period, so to speak, if you are in the thoughts about should I continue, should I retire? Because now you know what's what's waiting for you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, before the COVID, you think, ah, oh, it will get fast better and we will continue fast, fast, but it didn't. And which every month coming up in in my head it it kept going around like you know can you still push yourself uh, where's your motivation uh, i think i came across every emotion um the last year and um as i said at the moment i'm still a bit uh, it's hard you see younger players coming up now and you it's the first time i actually realize that I'm one of the older ones. Um, and it's kind of, kind of weird to say, because two years ago I was still like mid-age, so it was fine, but now I see the younger ones coming up. And it's, it is actually quite tough, because things change and, yeah, I don't know, it's, uh, yeah. do, do you see it on the, like, of course you see it as a mental part, because you're then one of the, not older one, but more experienced mm-hmm. one at least. Mm-hmm. But do you also feel it on the, in, on the body, that you can actually see, okay, they are faster, they are stronger than I am? Or is, or is that a different story? No, I actually think the younger ones have more energy, I would say. So if I do two, two practices a day now, I am really exhausted and I feel like my co- recovery is actually getting slower now. And I normally, if, if when I was a bit younger, um, in my free time, I would do everything. I would be like, oh, let's play a game. Let's do a video game. Let's do this. And now I can see, yeah, that's the difference. The younger ones, they, they, in between, they still have the energy to run around to do other things. And I really have to take my rest and have to make sure that I recover properly. You're getting older, huh? I am getting older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the circle of life. But one thing is also that there is an open door to another s- path in, in, in badminton for you. Um, we haven't talked about it before, I think, but you did pretty well uh, in the doubles, uh, mixed doubles when you were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a door you're willing to open if that could actually extend your career? Um, I would say that if the opportunity comes up and I would have uh, a partner, a nice partner, um, I mean, never say never. I, and I had a good partnership with my, my best friend, then time, Jim. And I think if the opportunity comes up and I still love the game so much, but the singles will get too tough, well, why not? Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's uh, interesting times, I would say. We, not only me, I'm pretty sure a lot of people out there are looking forward to see what kind of choice you make uh, in the future. But uh, for sure, I wish you the very best. Thank uh, you very best much. Of luck. Yeah. And uh, I hope to see you soon again. Yeah, sure thing.
Right. Well, follow Soraya on social media. She's doing a good job, actually. It's pretty nice in Switzerland, and she shows you why. Uh, and remember that you can also follow Babson Europe on social media if you like to. Thank you very much for watching.